You are now listening to the Life 21 podcast with HK. So, if you've ever listened to any of my podcasts in um, the past few years uh, through Canvas or the old Drink Catalog podcast, uh, you should know that I'm, you know, fairly interested in cryptocurrency and the whole culture that surrounds it. Um, I'm not just interested in it from like a financial markets kind of perspective, but also the sort of tech that um, is emerging from the crypto space. Um, and one of these uh, concepts that's really come into prominence in the past few weeks has been NFTs. Um, so for those who don't know what NFTs are, um, it stands for non-fungible token. Um, basically, the basic idea of it is you can submit data onto the blockchain and transfer that data um, through a tokenized form, which you can then buy and sell. So, for example, you can upload a picture onto the blockchain that will become a tokenized a piece of data which you can then buy and sell on the market. Um, so, obviously, um, there's been a lot of talk about NFTs in the past few weeks um, because a lot of artists have been starting to have started to make a lot of money from selling NFTs. Uh, Beeple has been the most notable. I think he's made. Um, some some of his pieces have sold for seven figures now, which is, you know, it's that that's getting into like legitimate um, art auction territory, pretty much. So um, NFTs have actually been around for a while now. Uh, they they haven't just appeared out of nowhere overnight. Um, they've been around since about a year or two ago. Um, but the the platforms for them are just starting to come to prominence now and the the whole concept behind them is really starting to um, take hold. With um, Beeple, if you don't know who Beeple is, just um, go and search for him. He does pretty uh, absurdist, dark, satirical, um, kind of like, grotesque depictions of uh, like modern news stories and politics through you know crazy artwork which he, he his whole concept is he puts out a piece of art every day um, anyway so I think what happened with Beeple was one of his um, uh, works of art sold for around like five or six figures uh, as an NFT and then the seller who who had originally bought it, then resold it. He resold the token with the artwork and for um six million or somewhere around that that amount. And that that got a lot of, you know, press and controversy and such. Um but yeah the, the, the these platforms have been developing now for a while and they're just you know they're just starting to hit the mainstream consciousness sort of um, and the reaction's been kind of interesting, actually. 
like the main reaction that I've actually seen from uh, the sort of like non crypto crowd has been disgust in a way. <laughs> and like I didn't actually expect that to be the um reaction when NFTs would start to um hit like the mainstream. But um yeah, I'll get into that. So yeah, a lot of people have been complaining, um, saying, you know, like why would you pay, you know, one million, ten million or whatever for a GIF image? And uh, you know, that's a perfectly reasonable thing to say. Um because really, you know, anyone could just actually save the GIF to their computer and have a copy of it. But what the, the real value of what's actually being sold is the rights of ownership of the token itself. And then that, that poses the question, like, so why can't I just upload the same thing and sell that? Well, then, basically, like, the argument to that would be... Um, you know, you could repaint the Mona Lisa, but it's not actually the Mona Lisa as such. So it's a pretty, you know, it's a pretty abstract, like, concept, and I don't think most people get it off the bat. But it's a, it's quite an important concept because with the developments of Web3, which is going to come through blockchain, um... This, this concept of rights of ownership and tokenization and such that NFTs are sort of bringing into the mainstream consciousness now for the first time. This is kind of like the very root of the future of the internet and the future of the digital economy and such. And like, one thing I'm finding really interesting is how a lot of people in the sort of arts world who aren't sort of crypto savvy, I've really like, they, re they really dislike um, NFTs. And it, it's kind of like weird to me because, um, crypto is like being developed sort of ostensibly as a tool of liberation from like centralized or authoritarian powers and such which you know you would think the majority of artists would um be interested in being part of so when when artists are complaining about seeing another artist you know make millions off the sale of a gif image essentially um because it's sort of like obscene it's just like strikes me as kind of, I don't know, maybe a bit better, um, but yeah, um, but yeah, it, 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 to me it also shows how like so many artists are actually very, um, their perspectives are very antiquated, and like I, like this goes into the sort of attitude that artists and musicians and such tend to have. I think they're always very backwards looking in a way, um, which is funny because you would, you know, you would think the opposite. You would think like, you know, people within art and music and such are very forwards looking, but I actually find the opposite to be true. Um, and maybe it's just because, you know, the time now, the time we're living in, um, art isn't really the cutting edge as it once was, 
whereas crypto itself is actually very cutting edge. So you get a lot of like forward looking people in the crypto space, whereas a lot of people in the art and music space uh, tend to be looking at the past and um, sort of emulating um, traditions and rituals of the past. But I don't know. This is a, that 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 kind of thing's like a whole other debate and um, not really what I want to get into here. Um, but yeah, like like a lot of musicians, for example, I've seen um, criticizing NFTs so far since they started to come into prominence, and it's like on the one hand, musicians will uh, routinely complain about services like Spotify being these kind of centralized authoritarian powers that dictate, you know, exactly how their careers should operate and such. And then on the other hand, you have this brand new technology coming out, which really inverts that and creates something, it creates a possibility for musicians that um, can liberate them potentially from um, these kind of like Spotify and um, like the the centralized nature of the music industry too. So for example, like I could make a tune, sell it as an NFT, and let's say someone buys it for one million. If I can sell that one piece of music for one million, that's like you know, <laughs> at that point, do I have to care about how much money you know I'm making? as an artist through Spotify, do you know what I mean? So, um, not not to say that that's gonna actually happen, but you know, the, the potential to move into these new spaces for artists is there, and to see them like react so negatively is like just really quite surprising to me, I guess, but also sort of unsurprising as I say, because so many artists are very backwards looking, I think. Um, So yeah, I just uh, wanted to sort of talk about that kind of thing. I actually have a sort of, it's gonna be actually quite big in the um, in this kind of emerging NFT space. I've actually got a sort of project that I'm developing with someone which should come out sometime in this month actually, so. Um, I guess stay tuned for that. As for my own like thoughts on NFTs and crypto and all this and how it pertains to art and music, um, see, I've got like mixed opinions. Um, I think, I think that um, like pure decentralization isn't what we want to have as a society because I think that really like opens up a lot of problems in its own right whereas you know i think like too much centralization also um, brings a lot of problems so i think like just having a balance where you do have this option of decentralized um platforms and concepts and so on where you know anyone can you know make a piece of art and sell it for however much in Ethereum or whatever else. Um, 
Whereas, you, you know, like, if, you, if you're if you an artist and you want to get on Spotify, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, like, you know, hoops that you have to jump through, basically, to get on it, which is, like, it can be, especially if you're, like, a brand new artist with not much, not much reputation, it's, like, you need the experience to get this job, but, you know, how can you have experience if you, um, can't get the job in the first place. It's that kind of dilemma for a lot of young artists and up and coming artists. Um, so yeah, it's like it's a, it like crypto um, and the sort of tech that's gonna be coming out of crypto and already is coming out of crypto is gonna really change the landscape of things. Like another platform is um, Audius which I'm actually a big fan of. Um, so Audius is sort of like a SoundCloud alternative, which um, runs on the blockchain. And basically, you can create an account on Audius and immediately you have unlimited uploads, um, which, you know, obviously right off the bat, that like crushes SoundCloud, which is a centralized service, obviously. Um, so you've got unlimited up uploads, um, it's uncensorable, and that's, you know, the the fact that it's uncensorable is sort of like a debate, you know, is that good or bad? Um, but yeah, that, that that's like a whole separate debate. Um, the other aspect of Audius is you actually get paid for using it in the native token. Um, so how it works is... Basically, on Ethereum, you can create something called ERC-20 tokens. Um, and Audius have one called uh, Audio. So if you're an artist who uses Audius and you're like, say, say like you're getting 100 plays a month or whatever, or 1,000 plays a month, you'll, get some, you'll eventually get distributed in the token Audio um, for the sort of amount of plays you've had equivalent to like the ratios of the payout system. Right now they've done one payout through an airdrop um, to the earliest um, users. I, I got onto the platform actually quite early. So I ended up getting a small airdrop um, last year. I hadn't really used it because I didn't know they were actually building it as a blockchain thing at the time. So I just signed up thinking it was like some new centralized kind of SoundCloud style service just to check it out. And I uploaded a few tunes and I forgot all about it. And then I got an email like six months later saying, um, because you're in our top 10,000 most listened to artists, here's a um, X, Y, and Z audio tokens. So I, I actually ended up earning 898 audio um, which I can potentially um, send now to a platform like Binance or any other um, kind of crypto exchange that accepts audio token. Um, like Coinbase doesn't accept it, um, but you know you'll find other ones that do. Binance um, accepts it because they tend to have like most tokens that they can get basically so um so i can send um the audio that i've been a drop um 
the audio token I've been a drop to Binance and actually sell it for another crypto or even for um, fiat, as in you know US dollars or um, GBP or whatever. And right now, if I just pull up um, Coin Market Cap, I'll tell you exactly how much audio is trading for. I should have had this prepared really, but. This is what podcasts with HK are like. I don't really make notes. So, <laughs> this is actually surprising. I didn't know it had gone up this much. So, so audio is actually trading right now for 51 cents USD. Um, this is, it's actually the, um, it's all time high, in fact. So that's quite interesting. So that means, like, right now, because I haven't actually sold the audio that um, I got airdropped, Right now, I have around $450 worth of audio tokens that I could potentially sell. And um, that was for like literally, you know, 20 or 30 plays that I'd had on my profile. So <laughs> right there, you know, that's better payout than anything that I've ever had off Spotify or you know, any other streaming service, YouTube, Apple Music, or even Bandcamp, you know, how how many albums would you have to sell on Bandcamp to make that kind of money? And obviously, this, this is kind of skewed because this is from when the platform had, like, literally just started out. So, um, you know, you're not going to get this kind of payout on future um, airdrops with Audius. Um There's, you know, the, the, there'll be another airdrop for coming soon for um, people, but obviously the platform's grown a lot since back then, so um, the distribution will be a lot more, um, a lot less concentrated, so, you know, maybe I only get um, the same amount of audience again, um, but this time for like, you know, a few, like hundred or a thousand plays or whatever I've had, it's still a growing small platform, so like, if you're an artist listening to this, I'd recommend getting on the ASAP. Um, the other interesting thing about it is if you hold your um, tokens in your account, you actually get um, special features um, and that kind of thing. So it, it creates like an interesting economy where you're getting paid for what you... Um, for, for basically like how much you get listened to on the platform, you're getting paid for it. But if you hold your tokens, you also unlock features for your accounts. So um, it's just creating a, an entirely different way of approaching um, like music rather than these kind of centralized services. Like how many artists like use Spotify, I mean, and wanna get on these editorial playlists because they know it can enhance their career. And there's no real like genuine system to appeal to get onto these playlists at all. I mean, they have this thing on Spotify where when you've got a new release coming out, you can pitch to editors um, to get onto playlists and all this kind of shit. Cause like, obviously Spotify is built uh, entirely around playlists, but you know, you, you, you'll use it and you'll never hear anything back from it. Like I've never heard of anyone being successful with one of those to be honest um 
whereas you know like these crypto platforms the interesting thing about it and the interesting thing about actually holding the token is it actually gives you part ownership of the platform so let's the, there's actually 120 million audio tokens that are circulating right now out of the eventual, um, let's see, 1 billion audio tokens that will exist. So let's say you own 1 billion audio tokens by some chance. That would mean you actually own 10% of Audius as a platform. And that's like a really interesting concept to me. So you, like as an artist who's earning money off Audius just for using it, um, you have the option of either retaining that money to be a sort of like part owner of the site, which will eventually give you voting rights and all this kind of stuff. Um, like the the voting rights is like part of the decentralized democratic nature of it, I guess. Um, so like there'll be like proposed features and stuff and as an audience token holder, you'll be able to vote on them and that kind of thing, which is obviously, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot more. It's a lot more interesting than just having these kind of centralized, faceless platforms like Spotify and even Bandcamp, which is essentially faceless, where you have like almost no appeal to change things. Um, so yeah, it just makes it like it just changes the game like big time. The the whole crypto space. Obviously, it comes with its negatives too. Um, like a lot of people are pointing out all of a sudden how. Um, like blockchain mining um is bad for the environment and stuff because it uses up so much power and energy and there's a lot of counter arguments to that and so on and, um decentralization itself um that opens up a lot of problems like obviously you know silk road on with bitcoin in the past that was a big issue for you know like drugs and so on i mean unless unless you liked um buying drugs off the but anyway <laughs> um yeah, there's a, it, it opens up these kind of problems, but at the same time, it's like, it's sort of helping swing the pendulum back the other way from um, Spotify and all this other kind of stuff. So, as an artist, like, I think artists just need to be a lot more open-minded about these kind of, like, crypto um, things happening. And, I mean, that, that's the funny thing about, like, music and art. So many people in music and art are actually very conservative, but they don't really realise it. They're not conservative in, like, the way we think about conservatism politically. They're, like, they're, like conservative of old traditions within the culture that they exist in. And when, like, brand new things come along like this, their initial reaction is often to get like scared of it and start attacking it and stuff. Like I, I see a lot of people who like don't know the first thing about crypto, just like bashing this kind of stuff like Audius and NFTs without really like doing any proper research on it. And I just think that kind of ignorant, conservative like mindset is it, it just um it doesn't help yourself basically if you're an artist. You need to be like open minded. If you're not, I mean that that. Like, the real essence of being a true artist, I think, is being open-minded enough to take in so many different perspectives that you can filter it through your own kind of perspective into something 
um, new and um, something that challenges society and this kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I just I just wanted to talk about you know crypto and NFTs and stuff like like for me crypto is the cutting edge and intertwining it with art and music is gonna really you know massively change the dynamic over the coming years um that is unless you know all crypto gets like made illegal and banned but even then it's sort of unstoppable in a way um you know every every country on earth could ban ethereum but um it could still potentially operate through you know the internet but anyway i mean these kind of things are things society are going to be is going to be dealing with over the coming 5 10 20 years i guess cuz this is where like all the real like cutting edge things are going on is in crypto culture i mean like even if you just ignore the um, money aspect of it like everyone's you know when when people when, when you say cryptocurrency the first thing that comes to mind for people obviously is bitcoin and um this like kind of like volatile market and um unregulated trading and all this kind of stuff and really like what crypto is ultimately about is changing um changing society through technology more than anything else and obviously that includes finance and payments and stuff but it also is going to include this new um sort of generation of the internet which they're calling web free like if you remember they would call um when like facebook and twitter and all this first came out in the late 2000s they called it web 2.0 um they're calling this new generation of the internet web free so it's it's like you know it's just like it's just like those services how facebook twitter and all that kind of stuff did change the internet big time um I think, you know, crypto is really going to do the same. Not just the internet, but society as a whole. Because the internet is so um, intertwined with um, society now, more than ever. So, yeah, if you're an artist listening to this, just, like, I think just be open-minded and don't, like, don't just follow the noise and follow the crowd of what people are saying on Twitter. Like, do your own research and find out what... um, what the crypto space can do for you as an artist um like as i say i've got a pretty notable nft thing coming out um well it's it's not it's not me it's sort of like a collaboration with myself and another artist that's coming out this month so um i would say look out for that but i think you won't miss it if you're following anything that i do um yeah, I was actually gonna talk about the whole black banshee thing on this episode, but I'll save that for the next episode, I think. Maybe I'll see if I can actually get Black Banshee on the podcast and interview him. Because I do want to do interviews on this podcast. So yeah, until next time, peace.